BMG Partners and 1494 2AY presents The Journey Podcast. The stories you're about to hear are true. They shine a light on the events and incidents, known and unknown, that have shaped the lives of the Albury-Wodonga region's most intriguing personalities, local legends and unsung heroes. So sit back and enjoy. You are with Kev Poulton once again. Hopefully I'll find you well for another journey, this time around with David Capay, the man behind Miss Amelie. And uh, as we find out in this journey, a local boy who went away and has done some great things, but we find out what brought him back to the area. Uh, so uh, my family uh, moved up here from Melbourne, outskirts of Melbourne, when I was a young fella, about 10. Um... Spent the next 12, 12 years of my life here in Wodonga. So, local schools, Wodonga Primary, Wodonga High. Um, started my apprenticeship at Cafe Grove. Played football at Wodonga Bulldogs. Some of the best years of my life. So, for anyone that doesn't know you, yep. how do you think you would be described? Uh, I guess I'm the type of person that just wants to make everybody happy. It's our job as chefs and uh, now restaurateur, uh, just wake up in the morning and just want to make sure that everyone that comes in contact with me or the restaurant has an awesome experience and a great day and if I meet someone down the street they'll walk away from me saying what a nice guy he is, I guess, hopefully. Uh, don't do a lot at home, to be honest, cooking-wise. Sundays exist of maybe a Coles chicken, and Monday might be my wife makes homemade pizzas. As long as the fridge is full of beer, I'm pretty happy. So, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about this one. Yep. So, how long you operating now? Coming up to being two years old. Um, so we we opened. What are we, June? So June 2016, we opened the doors. Uh, so yeah, coming up to, we'll be two years old very soon. It's been a great two years. Really well received in the in the public and the community, so. What made you set up in Uh I guess the opportunity came to, to buy the business. Um, obviously it's always a dream of chefs to, to have your own restaurant. Um, and I was never in a position where I wanted to do it in the big city. Uh, a bit too much confident, uh, comp- competition, too much on the line, more expensive. Um, so the opportunity came here and Miss Emily started ticking over in the brain. And probably where's the name come from? Yeah, so uh, my wife and I were travelling through Europe on our way home in um, 2010, I think it was. We met this young lady on a on a train from uh, I think it was Leon up into the Swiss Alps. Her name was Emily. We were on a train, so we, we were trying to connect the, the train station as well when thinking of the name for the restaurant. Emily was um, really fun and welcoming, and we sat there and chatted for hours. And her characteristics: warm, welcoming, fun. Uh, with the characteristics that we wanted to have within our four walls of the restaurant. Uh, so, Miss Emily was born. So, you sort of touched on a little bit there that you, know, you chose Wodonga because it's essentially affordable and, and works. Yeah, absolutely. You 
Uh, yeah, could have. My parents and my wife's parents were here, so my wife's originally from here as well. We met playing football for Wodonga Bulldogs, netball and football. Um, so we go back a long way and it just made a lot of sense to bring our two children home to be close to their grandparents as well and uh, Wodonga's always home. Oh, there's no place like home when you're young and you think Wodonga's not great and you think there's more to the world but here we are uh, back in Wodonga, two kids are our own and that we soon go into the schools that I went to, so it's pretty important. Yeah, absolutely. You've worked with some of the greats, Jamie Oliver, Gordon Ramsay, apart yep. from the obvious event of creating amazing food. Uh, what are the key things that you learned from that and that have shaped your life in the way you today? Yeah, I guess the um, the key things you're bringing the good and the bad from all your experiences. Um, Jamie's lots of good, Gordon's lots of bad. <laughs> but and not not just those two, but my whole career. Now I can bring all the good and the bad back to Miss Emily, and we look after the staff, and we don't yell and scream, and we look, you know, we feed them well, and we don't work them too hard. Um, so I guess apart as well as the food side of things. Um, how to treat people, what's the best way to get the best out of each individual um, and you know you learn that from many facets of life um, so Jamie, yep sure, you know lots of hugs and kisses and bros and puckers and big loves and Gordon lots of yelling and swearing and abuse and... And you say the Jamie method is more effective uh, experience, is that, is that what Oh, absolutely, and you'll find a you'll find a, a lot of it's a swing currently happening in the hospitality industry in the big cities that were old school, Gordon style, so to speak, that are now more you know staff retention was so difficult because everyone's being treated crap, um, so twisted around and the more Jamie approach of creating an institution, creating a home, and creating somewhere that. Uh, draws people to come and work for you and feel safe and like they learn and so I like to think that these guys there's nowhere else to work apart from here. This is their first choice. Yeah. What is one characteristic that you believe every leader in business or other possess? Yep. I guess uh, an important thing that I try and portray every day is that no jobs greater or lesser for anybody. I take the bins out, I scrub the windows. I sweep the floor. I'm the first one here in the morning, I'm the last one here at night. I don't just do what's necessary and go home, sit there and watch the footy. I'm a I'm a leader. Um, everybody follows everybody follows me, not I don't crack the whip and everyone just does their job and gets it done. Everyone's so equal. everyone's equal and everybody sees the way that I what I do every day, so then they feel that um, ins inspiration and motivation to, to do to do so as well. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, so you're planning the launch of the new bar miss yep. this year. What initiated this expansion? <clears throat> a couple of things. Obviously the development of the area. I didn't want someone else to jump in there first. I'll be honest initially. There was talk of 
people interested in taking over the space, which I thought was ridiculous considering my front doors are a part of it. Secondly, I just think it's going to be an amazing complement to the restaurant. So everyone hasn't heard about this, yep. what are you going to do? Yeah, so uh, Little Miss is going to be an extension of the restaurant, um, a, a more relaxed wine bar style um, separate menu. It's going to facilitate the restaurant as well, so the bar will operate for the restaurant as well, but also 30, 35 to 40 seats out there. Different seatings, relaxed, high tables, some booze, there's some nice sofas near a, an open fireplace for winter. Something just a little bit more one notch up from what's available locally. Um, and the business area is growing around here, the CBD. So there's a lot more people looking for somewhere to go after work for one or two drinks. So you see they'll complement each other fairly Oh, well. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't want it to be like Paddy's on a Saturday night where they're hanging from the roof or um, it's going to be nice and sophisticated and classy and just complement what we do here at Miss Emily. We get that one across the line. Yep. We sit down here in another five years. Yep. Further expansion on the cars. Do you see that? Uh, will, you, will you be there in a capital city location? No, no, no. I'll be here for a long, long time. I'm actually thinking the other day, and no one actually knows this, but taking on the back of the good shed there and operating a function centre, just do functions for weddings and bigger things, but that's down the track. Yeah. So the Empire, the Empire probably won't stop there. Yeah. Yep. Certainly plans well across the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. You feel active on social media. Yes. They, they tell me your hashtags are for the people and yep. living the dream. Yep. Fit corny. Uh, why is that? Look, for the people, Miss Emily was always uh, not a restaurant, not to pigeonhole expense, money, genre of people, their, their status in the society. Anybody can walk through the door and afford a meal, be treated the same way, um, looked after, if the same food. I uh, just wanted to really create a restaurant where anybody felt comfortable coming and having their birthday parties, small, little, large, um, just to make people feel comfortable that we're not that fine dining, hoity-toity, snobby, you know. So I guess I try and portray myself as that on social media as well, connecting to the public, uh, actively posting things with my children as well to get them feel like they're connected with our life. I think that's important these days that people get an understanding of the type of people we are before they walk in the door. And the living the dream? Yeah, you're living the dream absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, what's not to, you know, this is every chef's dream and I'm excited to get out of bed every morning. I love coming to work. Um, just ask my wife, I work too much and I don't really like hanging out at home too much. <laughs> I am living the dream at the moment. I was at a school this morning and helping them out, so trying to get out to the community. And, and what sort of impact do you think that, that social media and, yeah. you, and your hashtags that you've become known for, yeah. what impacts that on your business? Uh, I think a lot, basically. We don't advertise, you know, we get regular hits per se on our, you know, all, all of our posts reach 100, over 100 clicks and we've got over 4,000 followers on our, you know, our, our accounts. And I think it's got, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't 
been in yet that you run into down the street and they go, oh my god, I follow all your stuff, I feel like I've eaten there a hundred times, but I've actually never eaten there, so I do feel like it's a massive part of social society today, Instagram, and a lot of the businesses need to probably do it a bit more to engage, because unfortunately it's hard to connect to everybody, you know. Oh, of course it is, absolutely. Hashtag social media, internet, it's all where this day and age is. You know, no phone books anymore or... This year gone onto the um, the board of the chamber, put on a business. A great opportunity for me to to help Wodonga grow. Um, also networking with fellow business owners as well. So a, a way to network with people to further my business and a way for something that I can offer to the community as well to help Wodonga grow basically. I want to see it succeed and I want everyone to succeed and I think it's Wodonga's come a long way from when I was a teenager, a long, long, long way. And it's exciting and uh, I want to be a part of that. So, chain uh, Wodonga business, I try and get out to schools and help as much as possible. Wodong you mentioned school. Mark. Yeah. What is it that you're doing in schools? Uh, so this year I'm going to go and help the year 12 students in their cookery classes at Catholic College. Completely voluntary work. Um, mornings I'm quite flexible and I've got a good team here so what, what do you think you get back from that when you're volunteering? Oh probably not not a lot. <laughs> Just um what is, what self enjoyment. Uh, self yeah. People see that I'm out and about doing that as well and that that's a that's a good um it rubs off on our business and people get a, a, a good word or a good perspective of me and <clears throat> my business and hopefully that works in roundabouts for support for Miss Emily as well. When you're not creating the amazing food uh, here with a team that are happy to be here, by yep. sounds of things and doing your thing, what do you do in the spare time? You said your wife thinks you work too much. Yeah. If you're not working, uh, you're fun. For fun, I've, I've obviously got a young family and a wife. Spend time with her and my kids. Yeah, how are your kids? Uh, three and one. Yeah, so handful. So life's pretty hectic. Not a lot, to be honest. Relax at home, spend time with them, go down the park. I uh, love my football, we go out for breakfast a lot, love supporting local businesses, you know, down the bean station or Miss Naked Cakes or things like that, so. And when people see you walk into their food establishment, like, please, and they go, oh, no, no, it's here, it's going to be food, or pretty Not really, got shorts on and a prison line singlet <laughs> and a pair of thongs. I'm just a, just your average guy, really, <laughs> or I am. So we discussed sort of the start of the interview, you know, how do you think other people Yep. When you know what legacy you hope to leave behind, what do you hope people remember you as, as uh, a <clears throat> I want to be known as someone that changed the industry on the border, absolutely. I'll, I'll continue to work with the local TAFEs and um, trying to promote the industry to get more apprentices and it's struggling a little bit to be honest. So whatever I can do to improve that is quite important to me. I feel like sh local people and kids don't have to leave the area anymore to learn to learn good stuff. Like I had to leave, there was nothing, basically. 
So um, once I once I leave, and eventually when I leave, I'd, I'd love to be known as that person that changed the food scene in Albury or own the food scene, or I want to be the best. Obviously, I want my family to be the best and continue to be the best and. Positive yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's certainly exciting times. You mentioned getting on the back to Wodonga for a while. Yeah. So, if you've been in the last 12 months, you'd be shocked with what sort of happened yeah. 12, 18 months, two years. Absolutely. It's certainly, it's around change, and it sounds like your friends have been a part of it and continue to plan to give back to undergrowth of Wodonga, particularly the region as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. Very exciting. I mean, even in the last two years, we've seen the Woolworths get knocked down and built, and the Kmart. Uh, like I said, growing up, we never had, you used to drive down High Street and Grimace, basically. Um, drive to Albury, unfortunately, down High Street. But now, you know, we don't really cross the border, which is, which is great for us, and it's great for our economy and the local businesses here as well. Thanks for listening to The Journey. At BMG Partners, they enable people to achieve their dreams. And if listening to this conversation got you thinking about your journey and whether you're on track, they'd love to hear from you. Head to bmgpartners.com.au. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.